On the tee, the knackered golfist. Oh, get in there. Nice. All right, welcome to the Knackered Golfist podcast. I'm your host, the Knackered Golfist. Um, today was a great day uh, because Sahith Thagala won his first ever PGA Tour tournament today, and it happened to be the Fortinet Championship at Silverado in Napa, California, an event that I've been to before. I've been to there. I've been to that event twice, and I didn't go this year because I went to the uh, the Barracuda Championship in Truckee that was. It was okay. It wasn't as with as much fanfare, but this year, I really wish I could have gone to that. But we're going to something else at the end of the month. But next year, I'm going to go, and I'm going to enjoy the tournament, and I'm going to have a great time because it, it was it was a pretty cool weekend, you know, temperature wise, and it was it would have been a great event to go to back on on Saturday. So I didn't get to go, but I I just it wasn't in the plans this year to go. So. Um, Anyway, um, it was a great event, great turnout. There's so many things that I really want to talk about with regard to how the tournament ended up. Uh, I just I watched the final round, basically, uh, basically all of the back nine on uh, the Peacock Channel, which was actually the Golf Channel coverage, and it was pretty good. Um, the uh, it was weird to, to watch a. I mean, it was weird because you're watching a golf tournament between the three and six o'clock hour on the West Coast in September, and so it's going to be a bit more. There's going to be a, a lot more shade shading going on with the with the trees and with the uh, lighting conditions. But it really was great. You know, Silverado is a great golf course, and it's a legendary golf course, and they used to have what was called the Kaiser Invitational or the Kaiser Championship, the Kaiser Invitational Championship back in the 70s and 80s. And then they used to have the uh, the Transamerica Tournament on the Senior PGA Tour, and that was when Arnold Palmer was a part of it. And, you know, there's just so many – there's a lot of history to it. You know, there's this is the golf course that happens on a regular basis when it comes to regular yearly uh, events – in Northern California, it's, it's always, it's, it's been, it's been Silverado for the last, at least, uh, I would, I would, I, I, I think at least five to 10 years, if I'm not mistaken, I, I really hope that, and it sort of is up in the air usually when it, you know, usually it's been in the past that this tournament is the first tournament on the PGA Tour schedule of the next year. And, you know, there's usually like a two-week or three-week break between uh, the FedEx, uh, or what do you call it, the Tour Championship and the, um, the uh, what do you call it, the first tournament of the year, which used to, it used to start in January at Kapalua, but this is the fall series and I think the next event on their schedule might be at TPC Summerlin in Las Vegas for the uh, Justin Timberlake tournament. Um, and then there's the Sanderson Farms tournament that'll be in Jackson, Mississippi. So, but then at the end of the month, you know, there's this week, and then the next week will be a tournament, and then the week after that will be the Ryder Cup. Will be in Rome, and uh, 
that'll be the series of events. So people will be wanting to watch the Ryder Cup on NBC, and it'll be in the morning, and it'll be before football, and it'll be it'll be good. I mean, I won't be able to watch it because I'm going to go to another event. Um, I'm going to be at the Rensport Reunion down at Laguna Seca uh, with Mr. Producer. So if you see me, say hello, whatever, and uh, that'll be fun. So it should be fun to be there for that. So I'm going to stop by Laguna Seca Golf Ranch and get a uh, – I'm going to get another hat. And uh, the one I have is the uh, the royal blue hat, and I want to get the one that is the uh, the light blue hat that is is very similar to the Tony Finau kind of a hat. So I really, it's really cool. So I really love, I, the weather was perfect. The golf course was perfect. The golf course, you could see how firm and fast it was on TV. And you could see the, uh, the firmness of the fairways, the firmness of the greens. And what I especially love is like, it's second, it's the second thing I love the most. And the first thing is that Sahith Thagala won. But, uh, uh, they rerouted the golf course for this tournament, and it was really great because you got to see other. You got to see a few holes that used to be on the front nine, on the back nine, and I actually wrote them down. And uh, the first through the seventh hole and the eighteenth hole were still the same for the tournament, but the eighth hole that they used this year was normally the twelfth hole, and then the ninth used to be the. It, so this is. So in years past, they would follow the actual routing of the Silverado North Course as it as it is laid out on the map, and and for this year they just changed the routing around. So uh, eight the eighth hole uh, used to be the twelfth hole, which is a par four. The ninth used to be the thirteenth. The tenth is the tenth used to be a par four. It's uh, the fourteenth, and then the eleventh. I remember the. The 11th used to be the par the uh, the 15th hole, which was a uh, a par three, and then 12 now is used to be the 16th hole, and 13 used to be the 17th, which is where they had those bleachers, and that's where I saw Phil Mickelson and Justin Thomas, and then 14 is the eighth hole, which is sort of a coming out of a narrow shoot. Um, you know, in in the in the midst of some trees, down into sort of a valley, and then the green is sort of up on a hill, up on a hill, and then the ninth, actually, sorry, the fifteenth used to be the ninth hole, which is a uh, a dogleg left uh, par five that used to be the ninth hole, and then the sixteenth um, is where I saw Fred Couples and John Daly a few years ago. That was the that used to be the tenth hole, and that's also where I saw Lucas Glover um, a few years ago. And the 10th hole is, or actually, sorry, the 16th is now the 10th hole, which is a great sort of closing in finishing hole. And then the greatest, the best hole for the finish of the tournament is the 17th hole, which used to be the 11th hole, which is where I was stationed behind uh, the tee on the Saturday that I was there. And I was, I was, uh, I was there and I was watching players tee off the tee and it was such a great experience being able to sit in a chair um and have a first a first eye view of what was going on i actually saw myself on tv um when uh sahith thegala actually so sahith so last year sahith thegala came to the 11th hole and he was on the tee and he was you know looking at a shot and then somebody was talking during his backswing and he actually went up to parallel and he stopped and then he 
stopped his swing and then he went back and he reset what he was doing. And then it took him a few seconds, maybe like 30 seconds to sort of regroup, reanalyze the shot, you know, get it racked in his brain and just reset and just get over the ball and hit the shot. But when he hit the shot, he almost made a hole in one and it made the highlight reel for Saturday. And I found myself, I saw myself in the footage of me, you know, holding up my phone and there's a video on my, on my YouTube channel where Sahith is uh, hitting his shot and he goes through all that thing and then I'll, I'll put a link to it on this if you're interested so it's really fascinating how these guys are so like they're so um, able to sort of stop anywhere in their swing and just sort of you know go back and it's kind of like what I've seen Tiger do is that he would actually go up to parallel actually start coming down and then stop before he hit the ball and he actually had to pull away and I don't know if he hurt something, but it looked pretty painful what he was doing. So, but just the amount of control and the amount of experience and sophistication that it took to just go up to parallel and stop because, you know, you're playing for millions of dollars on the PGA tour. You want to be able to stop anytime you need to, you know, if there's a fly buzzing around your, your ball or whatever it is. So I found it to be immaculate, uh, you know, just like just like you know most of the game of golf is in between your ears and just for him to be able to stop like that was just great and so he hit the shot he almost holed out and he definitely got birdie on that hole but that was only the 11th hole and this year it was the 17th and it was really good it was a really good course arrangement and i found it to be a lot more entertaining and i of course i didn't get to watch the tournament on the tv last year because we didn't have the Peacock channel. So we have the Peacock app, and we were able to watch the Golf Channel's coverage of this tournament on NFL Sunday. So, Because on the other side was the NFL Sunday night football between the Dolphins and the Patriots. And so... And that was that game was on the East Coast. That's, on, that's in uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. So just the timing of all this is cool. And, you know, there's, there's golf to be played... And even even though it's the first event of the year, it was it was great to watch. So then, the great part of it, I did some commentary uh, on sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen of Sahith Thagala making his shots and sort of the building up of the christening of him having his first victory on the eighteenth hole. The great part of it also was that his family was by his side and able to witness the moment of him winning the tournament. His mom and his dad and his friends and family were there. And they were just cheering him on. There was like a special gallery just for Sahith Thagala. And that whole group was energizing everybody at on the grounds there at Silverado to cheer for Sahith Thagala. He was coming up on 17 and they were yelling, Thigala, 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 you know. And I just found it to be <clears throat> inspirational and so awesome that... Uh, you know, to show to show some love out there for somebody to win because he is so awesome. I mean, he he sort of uh, came apart on the last couple holes at the Cannon Greater Hartford Open, which is oh, sorry, I, it's called the Travelers, but he he almost won that, and I thought he I think he sort of chunked his last shot on uh, what I think was a bunker shot um, on the 18th hole back in uh, uh, June. I think it was June. It wasn't this year. It was last year. I think. But um, it's been a long time coming for him to win because he um, he's really gifted. He's like a right-handed Bubba Watson, and I've heard 
you know, <clears throat> Mr. Mustache himself, Johnson Wagner, on the Golf Channel, Golf Central, after the tournament was over. They were comparing him to Bubba Watson, and he needs to win a major now, and he's going to... He's a force to be reckoned with out there, and he has been for a long time, but just he needs to hit more fairways, and he... He has, and th- this course wasn't as long as other courses are, so he's able to bring out the uh, the long iron, which is which is like a, a p- you know he's represented by Ping Ping or Ping is his uh, golf club manufacturer that he represented, and he'll pro- he'll be getting his gold plated Ping putter from the uh, for the Ping Vault that Mister Solheim will make for him, and he'll and the player gets one, and then the vault gets one. So another example of. Uh, ping and the uh, the putters that they make is used to win on the PGA Tour. So, and this isn't an endorsement for Ping, but you know, Ping, play your best. You know, I only have a Ping driver. I can't putt with a Ping putter to save the life of me. So, I have my trusty bullseye. So, anyway, um, he'll get his gold plated putter. He's get. I don't know how much money he won, but he won a lot of money today. And uh, <clears throat> his family being with him on the 18th hole at the end was great, and it, it's awesome. It's just great. It's a great tournament, and I love I love watching it. Just to be able to watch it on TV and not have to go to like the golf course to watch it when uh, when I was you know when I didn't have the capability of watching it because we don't have cable, we don't have Golf Channel, but we do have the Peacock app this year, and we're able to watch that. So it was fun. So. <clears throat> Johnson Wagner was also comparing him to Seve Ballesteros because he was sort of hitting it all over the place today on the final round, but he was able to ma- he was able to work a lot of magic around the uh, the fairways and chip out to the fairways and chip onto the greens and and have putts for birdie and par, and he was able to do all that, and it was great. So just to see an- another. And it's not the normal everyday PGA Tour shot trajectory that is always seen every day, day in and day out on the PGA Tour. This guy has a lot more, there's a lot more finesse and there's a lot more skill and arts and and artistic uh, renditions of shots that I see him hit out there on the PGA Tour. (laughs) And it's just so great to see a guy that can work the ball from right to left and also left to right. You know, Corey Pavin used to work the ball a lot. In, in, in you know, him, Bubba Watson, and I can't think of even Victor Hovland is one of those workability kind of golfers. But you know, in a day where the ball doesn't spin that much, and I don't know what ball. I think he's using a Titleist Pro V1, uh, the ball that that spins a little bit more. But um, it was good to see that. It was really, it's re- it's really great to see a, t- a player win that can work the ball in the air and to make the ball look pretty in the air, make the ball look majestic in the air the way it curves in the air the way a ball is supposed to look in the air after leaving the club face on a tour player uh on a tour player shot so incidentally also uh justin thomas was in the field and he finished uh fifth place i think it was like 14 under or something like that and he um he had a first he had a uh some he had some good days on the first three days but then he sort of he sort of didn't do as well on the final day as he should have. I mean, if you're on the Ryder Cup, you should be in contention to win, um, according to some experts that I've heard of. If you, I mean, they had two guys in the field that were Ryder Cuppers. It was uh, Max Homa and it was uh, Justin Thomas, and so, and then um, 
And Max Homa, I think he was probably on the second page of the leaderboard. But he's won the tournament before. He's won it two years in a row. He won it in 21 and 22. I saw him last year um, on the on Saturday hit a shot on 18, and somebody yelled in the crowd, light the candle, you know. And so it was really cool to see that. Also great to see Roger Maltby. Roger Maltby came back out of retirement to do some coverage for NBC Sports for this tournament, and it was great to see that. And uh, they had... Um, Terry Gannon and Smiley Kaufman doing the uh, the play-by-play and color commentary, which was cool. Um, I I wonder what happened to Justin Leonard. Um, I thought this was Justin Leonard's gig, and Johnson Wagner, who was at the Barracuda Championship, was at the Golf Central main studio, I think, in Cromwell, Connecticut, uh, and he was doing uh, you know after the tournament results with Rich Lerner. And so I don't know how that all how, how that chain of command works. If 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 you get a if you get a gig on the on the on the fall series on the West Coast, and then you get somewhere else, you do on course or whatever. But it'd be great, you know. Why can't they make? Um, why couldn't Roger Maltby be that guy? You know, I don't know. Maybe he's just uh, he's better suited. Maybe he just wants to be out on the course. Uh, anyway, so it was great to see that. Great to see the interview after the end of him uh, being interviewed, or Sahith Tagala being interviewed by the lady doing the interview with his mom, and his dad was there, and it was just great. Uh, hugs all around, it's just so great. And he's from Chino Hills, California. He's from Southern California. Um, I think he also lived in Orange County, California, and he went to Pepperdine, and just so awesome. Just so awesome. He was... Uh, I don't know where he played golf when he was a kid because I went to school in uh, Pomona at Cal Poly Pomona, and he was uh, coming up in the Southland to uh, be a winner on the PGA Tour. So it's awesome. Another story, another story of a Southlander winning on the PGA Tour. The Max Homas from Valencia, and I'm pretty sure that he used to play at the Greens of Valencia where I used to work, and I was a superintendent at the Greens of Valencia back in 2000. Uh, and so that was a very short-lived experience. So anyway, um, it was cool to see that. And, uh, you know, he's a uh, – the next step for him, for, according to Johnson Wagner, was is to win a major. And, uh, you know, he can do it. He can, he's can. he got all the shots. He can he, – he's he, I think he's got a game that is suitable for Augusta National. I think with somebody that can work the ball as well as he can, he can get the ball out from underneath a tree in the pine needles – he can he can just do it all. He he's got all the lofts and he he's got a really upright swing too. And I've heard that uh, I've heard uh, Brandel Shambly say that Rory McIlroy will never win a Masters because his swing is too flat. But according to from what I see, Sahith Tagala hitting the ball, it's a very upright swing. And so you know you you don't have any even lies at Augusta National. And I think a, a golfer that has a more upright swing is more capable of winning at Augusta National, you know, in accordance with uh, the way things are set up at Augusta National with all the uneven, uneven lies. I mean, 13 at Augusta is a prime example of a hole that the ball is above your feet the entire way to the green. You hit your tee shot, you want to hit it around the corner, and the ball is going to be above, above, your, above your feet. And you've got to be able to deal with that, and you've got to be able to have a shot in your bag, in your brain, that you can hit when the ball is above your feet. And so that's a big deal, because if you don't, 
you're just going to hit it left. And there's bunkers on the left of that green. And you got to be able to get on 13 and 2 in order to get a eagle or even a bird. Well, a, a birdie definitely at 13 is a good thing. But getting an eagle at 13, that's something else. So... Anyway, um, enough of that. Um, I think it's great. I'm, I'm going to play some right now. So I think I think <clears throat> I think I'm pretty. Uh, I've said what I've wanted to say about this tournament. It's a great tournament, and it used to be called the Safeway Open. Now it's called the Fortinet Championship, and I don't know how long it's going to be called the Fortinet Championship. But I really hope that this tournament continues to take place at Silverado in middle to late September and. It'll be great because I want to go next year and I want it to be the first tournament on the PGA Tour. And if it's held in October, man, that might be even better. That might be even better than September because it might be cooler. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can we can survive the next year without any sort of, you know, huge sort of fire damage that could damage stuff like it did a few years ago because the fires ran through there and it destroyed a lot of stuff. And so... There's still people trying to recover from that, and it's a uh, it's a shame that that happens. So anyway, I think this tournament is it was great to watch on TV, and I had a great time watching it on TV. And I don't know, I next year I'm gonna go. Next year I'm gonna go, and I'm going to watch all these guys play golf. And it's a really good golf course to watch a tournament, and I think they really did a good thing in rerouting the golf course. I'm pretty sure Johnny Miller came up with the idea of rerouting the course and maybe they wanted to do it for years. Maybe they, maybe they had it in that configuration for the senior tour or however it was, but, uh, it'd be interesting to see, um, if that ever configuration happened before. So anyway, I'm fascinated and it's great to see. So thank you for listening to the knackered golfist. God bless America and good night on the T the knackered golfist. Oh, get in there. Nice. The weather was perfect. The golf course was perfect. The golf course, you could see how firm and fast it was on TV. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.